A new dramatic episode of The Bachelorette Diaries starts right now. And we're back to another Bachelorette Diaries. I'm Tony. I'm Jody. And I'm Mark. So now we're going into Season 11, Episode 9. Uh, at the end of the last episode, we were left with five guys. And we expect this time there'll be, at the end of this episode, there'll be three dudes left that should go on an overnight date. Which means that sometime during this episode, two guys are going to get eliminated. Um, we were also left with this teaser about whether Caitlyn was going to tell the other guys that she's been intimate with Nick. And when I say other guys, I mean Ben H., Jared, Joe, Sean B. Because presumably Nick already knows that he was intimate with her. Um, yeah. Any thoughts going into this episode? I think I expected to it to be a lot more dramatic than it actually was. Like, I didn't feel like a lot happened. No, yeah, I didn't think a lot happened. I, I expected um, she was going to get up in front of all four of them, yeah. or at least, yeah, all the four who didn't know, and be like, hey, guys, I fucked up, and I had Like a thing. huge confrontation. Yeah, and so that everyone has their own way to digest it, and like, okay, hey, this is this, blah, blah, blah come back to me and we'll start doing this group date thing yeah because that was what the pre preview made it look like the art that of editing totally like, not what happened and, and they do that um to make it look more dramatic as as they did in this episode which we'll probably get to um, but this episode 9 aired July 6th, and a description from City TV says that Caitlin faces one of her most difficult decisions as overnight dates loom and the remaining men continue to antagonize one another. Which is true. I think only one person was antagonizing the other. The other guy. The oh. other, oh, the oh. other guy. Ugh. Oh, so what we're referring to is that Sean keeps talking about Nick um, by saying the, the other, other guy. guy. That is yeah. so passive. Aggressive. <sighs> I, I don't know what that really accomplishes. I, I know during like political campaigns or at least what I see on the West Wing, they say, oh, you don't, don't refer to that other person by name because mm -hmm. you kind of make the other person seem real in the voter's eyes. So you just call him my opponent or the other candidate. Don't say the person's name. Yeah. What's he doing this for? It's like the same thing, basically. It's just giving him no respect. It's like, I don't even acknowledge this person by name. I'm just going to call him this other guy. <laughs> then it's the opposite of what Anthony just said, which was that you're not referring to the other politician by their name because you're showing respect or at least pretending. No, no, that, no it wasn't what? showing respect. No. It, it's not showing respect. It's so that the voters... So you said you don't legitimize the other person in the yeah. voters' eyes. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, you're discounting them. You're like, I'm not. He's not even worthy enough for a name. Just a name on the ticket. Don't worry about that other person or yeah. the other guy. That's the guy. fair. So that's that's. I guess that's his like strategy. Yeah. But it all comes to a hand at, at the oh, end. Oh boy, we'll get to that. But the show starts in Killarney. Uh, the other dudes are talking, and we, you know, Chris has gone home. They all feel bad. And and it seems like they're just waiting for a date card to see who else goes on a one-on-one -on -one date with Caitlyn. Um, they all know the last one-on-one -on -one date, Chris Cupcake, 
We don't know where he, he pro- presumably threw himself off a cliff. Off the cliff, yeah. yeah. He never yeah. made it out of he, Ireland. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and we find out that Ben H. Ben H. Is going on a one-on-one date, and his palms are very sweaty. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> he said that. I immediately thought of the Eminem song. Look, my palms sweaty. Palms Mom's sweaty. spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was what the reference was, but I guess not. I think he was just referring to his sweaty palms. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, Sean also says, seems like a funny guy. He says you should probably pack your bags, too. As yeah. <laughs> ben was getting up to leave. leave. You should probably, yeah, prepare your bags, too, pretty much. It's like the kiss of death going on the one-on-one date. Oh, I guess that way. It's the one-on-one is to tell you that uh, I don't love you. It could go either way with Ben. It went okay. Yes, for and in the end, went great. Went great for Ben. Yeah. I mean, at first I saw I thought it was just a rowboat. I was like, okay, so Cupcake gets a helicopter. These beautiful cliffs. <laughs> this guy just row me, row my boat, bitch. <laughs> this is essentially what she Put was in saying. the work. Can you imagine if if he had like zero upper body strength? And like the current was fighting him every way, and he's like, by the time they get to that small private island, uh, uh, I can't, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> nearly has a heart attack on the pier. Okay, so they get to Innis Fallen Island, which is this great private island with castle ruins, and they play this game of hide and seek. That was brilliant. That was weird. That was brilliant. I thought it was great. How was it weird? Um. I don't know. You know how when couples like get each other matching like stuffed animals, like it feels that way, like child play, but like turn romantic, but in a really awkward and I don't know. So you thought it was childish? I guess. So it didn't hit the mark? No. So for you, it wouldn't hit the mark? No. Because it definitely hit the mark with Caitlin. I guess so. And I, I enjoyed really getting to know Ben a little bit more because yeah. it really was the first time that we see them or I saw them interacting with each other, starting with episode seven. So that was nice. Like I could see the chemistry. His standards for hide and seek were very low, though. He said she's very good at this game. And then when he finds her, she's just in a corner with a blanket over her. Yeah. She probably, you know what it was? She probably had like a great hiding spot, and the producers were like, yo, he's never going to find you. <laughs> just just, sit, just <laughs> sit here behind this coat. You're right. They might have cut out like two hours where he literally <laughs> couldn't find her, and then they're like, all right, let's just put, put her in this Especially coat. after um, his trouble rowing the pool. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw him rowing. I'm like, you're not going that fast, though. But, but why did you say that the hide-and-seek was, was actually a good date move? I, I thought for him it was a great date move because the way Caitlin is, she's very, um, I don't want to say childlike, but she's um, she's into something fun like that. And that was definitely something that she would have been into. Kind of like what we saw with those birds in that park. Yeah. That's a little bit different. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's I mean, no, it's something that, that they they can connect on on their date. Like, oh, hey, we played hide-and-seek. Yeah. Right? And for me, it was a way to keep it light um, without yeah. being a just surface-level 
Because mm-hmm. you sure. never want to be a surface level person. No. 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 But that also could have um, maybe backfired a little bit on him. Just because maybe Caitlin still hasn't connected and doesn't know like a different side. This is the like this could be like the only side I see of Ben. I, I, I need to know if there's more than just this. Right? That could have been his opportunity. And it did get into it. Um not on the island, but at some intimate dinner later on with the fireplace and the whiskey. Or am I getting mm, that wrong? Yeah. Maybe it was on the island. But they talked about what um, hu- husband material, material or wife yeah. material, what that actually meant. I thought that I thought that was actually really good for him to um, to ask about what she thinks husband material is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just good to. Um, I mean, obviously you need to be interested, but that was at the spur of the moment. That was really good. So just at least he gleaned some information to for him. That's right. And and I think he said something along the lines of physical attractions are very important. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he side note, Caitlin hit the mark for him, yeah, which scores him like some points. Killed it. She yeah. killed it or annihilated it or something like that. Um, you talked about a joy and a hope, so that when you're with the other person, you're a better person, you're happier, which again is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talked about knowing your partner is not going to give up on you even after 20 years. Um, so so that's all that's all good stuff. For you, what are you guys looking in a, for in a partner? Is that weird that I put you on the spot like that? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I uh, the same things. All right. Yeah. Physical attraction, joy, and hope. Yeah, because I went on went into this. I'm like, I'm th- this show makes us think about love and what you're looking for in a partner. And I'm mm-hmm. like. I don't know, but at the end of this episode, I'm like, I'll just take Ben and Caitlin's list also. No, um, for me personally, I guess physical attraction is, is big. And then just being able to relate to each other and trust. Trust definitely like a, a big thing. Which comes up later on in the episode as well. It does. Yes, it does. Um, there's a point that I want to bring up that, um, yeah. that Ben says. He's scared. Um, He's scared of this whole thing because his, I guess his ex-girlfriend or the girl he was with before really messed him up. And he, he says he feels that he's, and his words is, I feel I'm unlovable, which, um, kind of hits close to home. But, uh, in this class that I'm taking, we're exploring shame and that, and that everyone has shame. Everyone feels bad about themselves. Um, and that, you know, for some people, they feel worthless. For some people, they feel weak. For some people, they feel alone and unloved. Um, and I guess I'm kind of butchering this, but the way to cope with it is to not try to fix that, but to accept that I am unlovable, I am weak, I am whatever because it's a part of you right this this stuff makes you up so you you have to bring it out and then essentially what it is is the community is supposed to embrace you for being that because in the end you aren't the only one who feels unlovable you aren't the only one who feels weak you aren't the only one who feels this and you sort of find the solace in that and then you can you can embrace it and then obviously you can work on it if you want like it's just working on your own deficiencies but 
for Ben to say that I feel unlovable. Um, I just I just can relate to that, and he'd be like, "Hey, man, you are unlovable, but that's fine. We all are unlovable, and that we can get through this. You can get through this." And it, it's yeah, that totally resonates with me because you're right. You're you're stuck in this box where you just deal with those things that you listed off that cause you shame but it's hard for me to relate to Ben's situation because as a physically attractive Caucasian tall man Mm. he could probably find love if he just got over that one relationship that didn't go so well I don't know the background of it it seemed like his ex-girlfriend didn't love him to the same extent or at the same rate or or they weren't in the same place in a relationship together. And it seemed like he would be easily loved by other people. Yeah, and I think... Well, I, I feel like that's why this type of reality television appeals to people, right? Like, we can always grab hold of something like that. Like, these situations are created by the producers or literally put there so that these quote-unquote real people could react to it and the audience audience can relate, um, which is what's great about it. But I can also see what you, Anthony, were saying about – because that's essentially what Hollywood is, right? Like we see yeah, the books, emotions movies, and yeah. insecurities that we yeah. feel ourselves um, – being experienced by better looking white people like well and i'm not discounting the pain or the suffering or the shame that they might feel like brad pitt cries i'm sure he's got kids (laughs) he's got things to deal with and and i feel for him but he's also brad pitt so i'm like i think he can handle it so you're saying don't pity the fortunate no i'm just saying we all have pain and it some so you yeah. mean someone's pain is I mean you can't discount someone's pain just because he's pretty. No. Uh but it's just hard for me to relate to. Just right, like right. I might no. okay. in a few months I'll be a parent as well and I will suffer the same pains that Brad Pitt will and there'll be moments where I'm like, Okay, I've failed as a father that yeah. I'm sure he does. But I just find Brad Pitt really hard to relate to. That's not, not his fault. No. Yeah. And he probably doesn't care that I don't relate to him because he's Brad Pitt. He's like, I just rode my motorcycle to get coffee this morning. I look awesome doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what I was saying with that, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I, I mean, at the end of that date, um, we do feel like, Ben, you're one of us a little bit at least. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Definitely changed my view on him. Oh, mm-hmm. um, like at the end of last week's podcast, we had um, a discussion of like who who we think would have won, and then we were like, we I guess we were referring to Joe when we were like who? <laughs> like, oh, Wait, right. I still don't know who that is. You, you will the, remind you. You will. It's all right. You will. But yeah. um, oh, but Ben definitely took took a um, like a leap. And like the power rankings of the remaining yeah. uh, bachelors. And on this date, I don't know how much of this is because it was kind of a, our first impression of Ben. But he got more real and more mm-hmm. open than, yeah. than um, he was before. I think he just finally had that chance to like really talk to her. He's like, okay, I got to give it my all, which is great. 
I very much enjoyed that comedic moment when Caitlin oh. asked Ben <laughs> whether he was a virgin. And then the editing was really good because right after they cut to like a reaction shot of Ben looking mm. kind of speechless. Yeah. Um, and then they cut to the other guys, <laughs> like a real cliffhanger. Um, and then they cut back to him and he had a totally different reaction, reaction where he was just like, yeah. are you a virgin? So I asked him if he was a virgin, and I mean, his response couldn't be more cute. He was like, no, I'm not. I'm glad I come off innocent and pure at heart, though, because mm -hmm. I am. Well, I am a virgin, too, so. We'll, we'll talk all night. Mm-hmm. Because it definitely sounded like that. The way he was leading up to it, he's just like, you know... I'm looking forward to these overnight things, and you know, a lot of people they put the pressure on on being the on putting it physical. making it physical, and I'm just looking forward to staying up and talking all night. Like, come <laughs> on, man! The, the editing was really good. Hey, but kudos for lowering the expectation. It's all about expectation management. That's that's right, exactly. Yeah. You tell her it's small when really it's medium. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's small. Well, we'll never know. Will we? We'll never know. But when she the guys were talking, um, Nick was saying how it was hard to imagine anything coming in between us, him and Caitlin, falling in love together. And the camera immediately cuts the shot. <laughs> Again, just with the whole editing. It's they are just gracious with that. Yeah. But okay, um, neither Ben nor Caitlin are virgins. We've established that. Mm -hmm. um, she had that joke. Where as they're cutting away from, from their date, she's like, tell me about how you lost your virginity. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Group dates? Yeah. Oh, God, Let's do it. So after that, was it the next day or? Yeah, it's the next day. Okay. So there was a group date with um, Joe, Sean, and Nick. Where did they go? Like Killarney the National Park, which to me just oh, felt like the hotel they're staying at, just in the park around in there. In the park, yeah. yeah. It's pretty chilly, apparently. It looks like a nice and, place. Yeah. yeah, and they did the "Can I steal you for a minute?" thing over oh, and over again, again. Fuck. Okay, so before this, I think at this point, just going into it, I'm like, okay, Sean's had enough, and like. This is it for him. He's. This is gonna be like she's gonna talk to him and she's gonna tell him I fucked Nick, and he's gonna fucking blow up and it's just gonna be over and it's gonna be drama. However, fucking editing, <laughs> <laughs> because they keep showing clips at the end and the end and the end. And I'm like, when is this shit gonna happen? I haven't seen this shit, so clearly he's not gone yet. Oh, yeah, because they spoiled it for you. Yeah, it, they kind of spoiler it the entire way. I'm like, come on, man, keep me on the edge. But no, they, on their one-on-one -on -one time, they're just, you know, she tells him, oh, I missed you a lot. Sean just spends good quality time with her, even yeah. though she, at the moment, is trying to tell her that she fucks him or other guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, like they did it. And just who shows up in the nick of time? Oh, <laughs> that's a good pun. Um, Man, that was like, it's almost like he had a sense that um, that some shit was going down. <laughs> and he was just like, 
I gotta cut this. Maybe I'm just so cynical about it now, but I'm sure it was just some producer looking at his watch and be like, "All right, Nick, get in there." They're, they're not. She's not gonna tell him. She fucked mm-hmm. you. Um, but the editing I appreciated here also. Right when Caitlin was like, "Oh, I hate it when people don't see things coming," and then you see Nick coming in and go like, "Ah, oh, can I steal her for a moment?" Dang. Sure, buddy. He actually said that. I was surprised that he called him buddy. Nah, this just, it was just like conjecture. It's yeah. not going to say, sure, dickhead. He was super, yeah, condescending, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, but it's Nick's turn to talk to Caitlin, and she was asking him about how he felt that they had gone intimate together, and he had the reaction... I feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, uh, how do you expect me to feel about it? I thought you're. Sh- I thought the sex was shit. <laughs> like, no. Of course, she's gonna say yes. We've yeah, talked about this before, but she says, "Yeah, I'm a grown woman. I can do what I want." Um, I do what I want. Yeah. So I'm gonna fuck other dudes. It's fine. Why am I swearing so much today? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's this episode. This is a very aggressive episode. But it's not. It was just an episode that advanced the story. There wasn't, like you said, not much happened. It was just... Well, no, a lot happened. Oh, sure. But up until this point, nothing had nothing had really happened. But no one had sex. Oh, excuse me. I take that back. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, it just made me think about you know how some people approach free speech. Oh, there's free speech. I can say whatever I want. No. You can do whatever you want, sure, but you have to deal with the ramifications of what you say mm-hmm. and that's the people right. that you fuck. Yeah. yeah. There is always a consequence for your actions. Sure. Yeah. Just be an adult about it, which I guess she is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you something. Later on when she talks to Sean, well, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but what I was thinking when I was watching the episode was that they keep playing these clips of Caitlyn saying, like, I'm a grown woman. I don't feel like I made a mistake in terms of, like, oh, I shouldn't have had sex with Nick. What I feel like was a mistake was to lead Sean on and then maybe not thinking far enough that having sex with Nick would affect her relationships with the other guys. Um so I guess I'm wondering whether the way the show is portraying this whole thing places doubt on Caitlin's insistence that she didn't do anything wrong. So by replaying the fact that she said she didn't do anything wrong, the show is kind of commenting on the fact that maybe she did. Yeah. I don't know if you... Like, that's something that I was thinking about when I was watching it. Yeah, because at some point she keeps saying she gets so bent out of shape about this thing, right? It's really ruining her. Like, she can barely sleep. She's... Like, she cuts the date short. And like she she cancels cocktails after. Big move. So, you know what I mean? So, it's... Yeah, it's... I mean... Yeah, it's, it's lack of foresight. I think that that she um, maybe regrets because it caused such a rift between everything and had made, it had compounded the, the, the stress of, of, of the show itself and just adding this added thing to it just makes her life more difficult, which it shouldn't because you, like a grown woman, you should be able to make your own choices and shouldn't feel bad for your own choices. Right. 
Yeah, and you're right. And you and the way she's doing it, it's it's really they're either um, sort of like braiding her or making her feel bad or showing her in bad light because of it. This could just be all of the whole editing thing all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and part of her, like she actually says the words, so she is reacting to something that she feels and. I'm sure she feels bad about it because there's two parts of it. One is that it wasn't fair to other people or to herself, as she mentioned, for her to say to Sean, you're the one so early Mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was in the context of the game, having sex with one of the men is probably not a good idea because of how it would make her feel. So she's dealing with guilt. Um, And she's, I think she's very careful not to say that she regretted it, but Mm -hmm. it obviously Mm -hmm. was, guilt I just feel yeah. which one do you th- sorry which one do you think she regrets most or which one do you guys think that is the worst of the two telling Sean what she did or doing things with Nick that she did what do you think is the worst of the two good question what do you mean telling telling Sean that he was the one oh, that he was the one telling Sean that he was the one week, the week before and then the following week sleeping with Nick for for me, I think telling Sean was worse. I don't know. It's it's a very hard question for me to answer because it seems like in both cases she was doing what felt right to her in the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the context yeah. of the game, mm-hmm. telling I agree with you. Telling Sean was was worse because that was the thing that made him feel like he was entitled to her because mm-hmm. she had literally told him, "I'm yours. I'm using the parlance that he would." Mm-hmm. Say because right, but yeah, huh? Yeah, I guess that's true. Like in the context of the game, I do agree. Um, but I guess the other thing is also about setting expectations, right? Like Sean had come into this thinking that oh, if she gets on well with Caitlin then, of course, she's not going to have sex with other guys where it's actually not a rule. No. Um, so, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's and actually, it's thing. funny. We're, we're jumping ahead a bit, too, but the value of the sex, mm-hmm. of the sex, like in, in Nick's eyes, even though he was the only one who did get that intimate with Caitlin, when he was, we're skipping ahead, uh, when he was sent home early from that group date, he felt like he was losing her or he wasn't mm-hmm. going to be chosen. And the whole fact that he had been intimate with her is not a factor in, oh, you know, maybe she does feel something special for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas any, if you told any of the other guys, oh, Nick's sent home, but he was intimate with her, he'd be like, okay, he's still got a chance. Because he's had sex with him. Meaning, like, it's more important... It's perceived as more important by the other guys than it actually is to Nick. Is that what you're saying? It seems like he's discounting the fact that he has sex with her when he's worried that he got sent home. Okay. So do you think he should have been less worried because they got to, like, that level? I don't know, whatever that means. I guess it's hard for me to say because he would still have a chance of being sent home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really, in the grand scheme of things, is, it's just another thing, right? Like, one aspect of a person. Like, if, 
somebody who's like really physically attractive and say like Caitlin enjoyed having sex with him but turns out to be a complete dickhead like that it's just one thing right so I think it's reasonable that he would be worried and because it really it's just another aspect of how compatible you are with another sure. person and right? don't get me wrong I'm not saying oh just because he had sex with her oh, that right. that he owns her or or he's got special powers now or anything <laughs> well, well it's I, I feel like it's something that will be explored further in future episodes as well, we'll see how... oh, they'll never get away from this no definitely not even the return episode when they bring everyone back do they do that i have no idea i'm just thinking it's okay. like survivor like survivor where they bring all the other guys who've been kicked off and yeah. like that'd be hard for them right mm-hmm. anyway okay so it's kind of at this point in the group date when Sean returned to <laughs> the park bench that Joe all of a sudden becomes this like super bitter person for the rest of the show because he started saying, oh, you got lip gloss on your face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then Sean's like, what? Uh, yeah, no, really, like, you have lip gloss on your face. You got lip gloss on your mustache, by the way. No, I'm serious. You, you got lip Yeah. And he never kind of recovers from it. No, he doesn't. So it's pretty much the downfall for Joe at this point. He's already in some type of mood. um, And, like, he... I think he takes that mentality in the back of of his mind when he goes out to, like, you know, his own little can-I-take-you-away thing. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, but he kind of swings for the fences a little bit when yeah, he's he, with her. Yeah, he does. He does definitely. Um, like, they're talking, and, and she's like, oh, how do you feel, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he just cuts her off and be like, boom, kiss. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. even a real a lot answer. Of there was a lot yeah. of tang as well there. It was a very serious question. He, she was asking about how he, ready he was for this because presumably at the end of the show, if he ended up being the guy, last guy man standing, they'd be engaged. How do you feel about that? And he just kisses her instead of giving her an answer yeah, like an adult would. would. Use your words, Joe. Just maybe, maybe his answer is in the passion of the kiss. Yeah. I would love it so much. I want to kiss you right now. Boom. That didn't work for Caitlin. No. My response? Not. Tongue. That's what he's saying, essentially. Like soup, go deep. <laughs> go deep with that kiss. You know, and you're right, and you're right. She did not, she did not like that answer. No. I was cringing all the way through, like... Oh, yes. If you see Caitlyn's body language... Yeah. Oh, wow. Back and awake, a little bit that. in that, that first lean-in, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because she, uh, got, she got caught off guard. But if she was into it, she would have reciprocated. That's true. You can always tell by body language. So she breaks his poor heart. And then he becomes, like, completely disengaged. And he just totally shuts bitter. off. It's yeah. very difficult to watch. Uh, he took it, yeah, he took it the wrong oh, way. Oh, he's reacting yeah. like an emotional human would. Yes. 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 That is yes. right. 
But she's just kind of uh, rationalizing it, just saying, you know what, we're just not in the same place. It seems like mm-hmm. when you say you're falling in love with me, I have to be honest with you, where we are in the show, I can't just string guys along mm-hmm. and ends it. And he's... You know, when you tell me, like, that you're in love with me... I don't know, I just... It makes me realize that we're maybe not on the same page right now, and... I don't know, I just... So, what are you trying to say, Kyla? (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, here is another thing that we can all relate to. Like, I feel like we've all been there where we face rejection and we don't know how to react to it. And so we shut off. But it's watching somebody else do it on television is both cathartic and it just makes you cringe like a million times over. At first, I actually thought he was handling it well because you're just like thinking about it. Um, and then she starts thinking, asking him how he's feeling, and she's and like, "Talk, talk to me, talk to exactly. me." Exactly. And she's like, "I'm upset." And he's like, "Why? It was your decision." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I respect that. It's cool. It's cool to worry about it, you know. At one point, he's, yeah, he says, "No worries, man." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and she's like, she's like, say something, and he's like, "Well, what do you want me to say? Tell me what to say." I can't imagine saying bye to you. So that's kind of what you're doing right now, though. I did need you to put yourself out there and tell me those things and feel those things. Because I need to know those things in order to see if I would... Like, I just... It's cool. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Don't... No, it's cool. It's all right. It's cool and fun. I know. Okay. Are you upset with me? No, I don't know. Why are you upset? Well, I am. I don't know why. Hmm? Why? It's your decision. You chose to do it. I know, but it doesn't take away from what we had or things I felt towards you. It doesn't take away any of that. It's just what my heart is telling me to do right now. It doesn't mean that I didn't feel all those things for you. Like, I don't lie about feelings or... No, I respect that. It's cool. No worries, man. But you're right. I, I do feel for him because, especially in the context of the show, where you don't know, like, do I take my microphone off? Do I walk away? He's, mm-hmm. He yes. Like, what should I do now? Because he probably literally didn't know what he was supposed to do. Yeah. He, yeah. That's that's what I got out of it. He's like, okay, I'm off the show. Um, do you want me to walk away? What do you want me to do? So what do we do? What do I need now? Just do whatever you need to do. But... I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean... <laughs> What should I do? I mean, you tell me. I just wanted to hug you and say goodbye. I'm not saying it to you right now. He might not have been asking her. He might have been asking the camera <laughs> the guy, guy behind her. The guy behind her. Yeah. Um, when, he, when he's walking away and he says, I'm not going to speak to you. Is he or is he says something? Along he said, "I don't want to say shit to you." Or yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to say shit to you. Is that to Caitlin or is that to like the staff to get that the post reaction? Oh, you're right. I'm guessing it's the it's the it's the staff, like whoever the producer is, or the the director is, because um, you, we don't get a talking head after. Oh, that's good catch. Right, we don't we don't because we got it with Chris. 
right? We got it with the poor sap at the end of this episode. Let's not jump there yet. Because um, the way they cut it, um, yeah. he was saying that after Caitlin said, oh, we should just hug and say our goodbyes. And then he says that I don't want to say shit to you. Then you see the reaction on her face and she just walks away. But it was just cut like that. Who knows? Yeah, but it's – I mean I, I have to take it for face value and it, it, that's got to be what it is. Like he was – he was so pissed. Yeah. Yeah, right. That that talking head part is missing because because uh, I was gonna on this episode take kind of the first guy that was cut that talking head piece and play it at the end of our podcast as a way to go out on mm, on us. And I'm like, oh, I, you're right. We don't have that. No, you can do it with the guy at the end. Though. We might have. Yeah. No, that that's not fun. That that went pretty well actually. Yeah, that one did go well. All right, so uh, the group date ends with Joe saying um, good riddance, Nick and Sean. Neither got the rose. Nope. Caitlin sends Nick ho- home and says, I'll see you at the rose ceremony and says, Sean, we need more time tonight. To which the camera immediately cuts to Nick's like side eye, kind of like what's going yep. on here. Yeah, he's a very look of worriment uh, on his face. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and then Sean B. says something along the lines of, if it was any other guy standing here, I'd feel bad for him that she chose me to spend more time with. But I don't feel bad for the other guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's this is when he really starts to um, – this is when we start to get that, that lack of acknowledgement of Nick from Sean. If any other guy in this house was standing there next to me, I would definitely feel bad knowing that I was going to spend time with Caitlin tonight and they had to go home. But there's not a single part of me that feels bad about that when I'm standing next to the other guy. It feels really, really good. <laughs> Calling him the other guy, the other dude, whatever. All pronouns. Just not, never his name. And and that's it. Like this is the begin. This is like the beginning of like. I mean, it was it was like a long time coming, but this is the beginning of, of like the the head to head. Yeah, because before this, there are enough guys that they could just not interact with each other. Mm-hmm. They hang with other guys, have a good time with their fart jokes or movie references or whatever it is, and not have to deal with each other. But now it's gonna be three guys, two of which, well, I'm jumping ahead. Three guys. <laughs> three guys. But before because that, one's already gone. Yes. Yeah. So Caitlin wanted this extra time to tell Sean B, "Hey, I fucked Nick," and they go to this intimate place, and she takes kind of a while to drop this bomb on him because it's probably hard to say that to someone that you care about. Mm-hmm. I just want to be so honest with you. I keep repeating myself. Um. You know, I had that, like, one-on-one date with Nick. Um, a night we went back to my place, and I just feel like it went too far. And it's hard for me to admit it, but we had sex. So... Sean takes well Sean gets the news and he can't even yeah I think he actually took it well cuz yeah. looking at, again looking at his arms I thought he was going to hulk out <laughs> on that that table yeah 
<laughs> Actually, when they first sat down, the like the um, little fur thing that they were on, on the couch, I thought it was um, it was almost spherical. I thought that he was sitting on like a med- on, like a a BOSU ball, like an exercise. <laughs> <laughs> He's a personal <laughs> trainer. Yeah. He knows I, was, I, was like, I, was, I was like, he's got to work on his core, doesn't he? Yeah. And then I realized, what the fuck is a BOSU ball doing in, in like this restaurant? <laughs> Never mind. But he did take a moment and. He looked like he was crying, but he wiped his chin like it was drool instead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I, I can relate to. That is something I can relate to. Do you so, have a drool right. problem? I have a drool problem. Um, you, on the, our listeners can't see this, but uh, in addition to a pop filter, instead of a pop filter, I have a bib. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so he takes a moment to regroup. He goes to the uh-huh. washroom. Hold on, doesn't he say something funny in the washroom? He says something like, I can't even take a piss right now. <laughs> I'm so tense, I can't even piss. Yes. I think is the word. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Fuck, I thought that was great. I'm so tense right now, I can't even piss. It was great. Who was he talking to? Was he talking to someone in there too? I was like, dog, you done pissing? He's like, no. I can't even piss right now. I'm sure they send in a producer with him to make sure there's no blades or anything. I'm sure his bro, his bro friend. Yeah. That's right. And in the midst of this, they actually cut back to the guys, Jared, Nick, and Ben. um, And they're talking about how it's all very confusing that Nick got sent back. And Mm -hmm. and Caitlin's spending this extra time with Sean. And Ben was just so clueless. He was like, there are weird things happening with Caitlin and the other men. I can't wrap my head around it. Like, he literally does not participate in any of this drama. I think that actually helps him out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. um, He's got no hang-ups like those other guys. Exactly. Well, to be fair, the only people who had hang-ups were, like, Joe, Sean, Nick. Seems like Cupcake had some issues with himself. Just with himself, though. No, but not with with the other other guys, guys, right? No, yeah. The other guys, But, yeah. All right. So we cut back to Sean walking out of the washroom, zipping up his fly, and it things happened uh, in Nick's bed. No, Caitlin's bed, and he knows it now, and he's dealing with it. And he's had a very mature reaction to it. I'm just gonna I man so up. I real I acknowledge I'm part of the show. This is what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna storm out. Am I know because I want you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To mm-hmm. be my object possession. I don't know. Well, I think I kind of felt that um, when he asked her whether she regretted it. Mm. Um, and he obviously wanted her to say, yeah, yes, okay. I do. I'm so sorry, Sean. Um, <laughs> but she just said, I felt guilt like mm-hmm. for making you feel crappy. Which... I don't think they're on the same page here, and I don't think he ever really gets on the same page with her. No, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going back to that thing in San Antonio when he was told that he was the one, right? Like, he can't let that go. And that's on her. Yeah, and which is why I said, I, yeah. I thought that that was the biggest mistake of the entire season so far. Was that telling someone that you're the one? I tried to put myself in Sean's position at that moment when he found out. And I am curious as to whether they use protection. 
Does that matter? Is that just me? Am I like no. you would wonder about that? I would. I would assume that in this day and age, protection is yeah. Especially if there's a camera guy outside and be like, "Hey, can you uh, run out to the CVS that they have here?" In- yeah, and okay. especially when you're on a game show sure. where you like date. I'm people. sure someone brought a condom. Okay, there's right. one person <laughs> at least who brought a condom. As a healthcare professional, I just wanted to make sure that happened. Yeah, and I think for two, you know, for two young individuals. They know the dangers of unprotected sex. It would be a nice, interesting plot twist, though, if she got pregnant because of that. But if you were Sean, like, why would you wonder about that? Like, would you worry that she'd get pregnant and would marry Nick? Or because Nick's is such, like, he has, he holds Nick in such low regard that she caught something from Nick. Uh. Or even just the ick factor of, like, you know how when you accidentally share a glass with someone and you're like, oh, it's kind of like we kissed. They so, kind of so as so you're saying that okay never mind we're not going there crossings wow. yeah yeah all right so Sean comes back to the group and Jared says hey wow you actually look good <laughs> no Jared I think no Jared says like yeah hey you look you look don't, don't you look good Sean oh, yes. yeah yeah sorry it wasn't actually like like uh, he wouldn't believe it but it was just like. Sincerely saying, hey, man, you look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What a puppy dog, right? Yeah. Jared is really sweet in this episode. He like, is, right? Yeah. Um, and then back in the sitting room, so Sean was telling everybody how great the date went. He was like, we had a great conversation. Great good night. Dinner, I'm yeah. feeling good. Yeah. Um, and then... Nick was like really jealous. Was like, yeah. oh yeah, I felt really good about my, my date, date too. too. You can see those two kind of. No, but in the spirit of the game, Sean was playing it right. No, for sure. You don't want to let him know that shit happened. Yeah, and and, and from a human perspective, you can't say, oh, she dropped this bomb on me. That guy right there fucked her. He's not gonna do that. Yeah. Um. One thing I noticed was that Nick was a lot more good looking this episode. Did you notice that? No, I did I wondered, not. I wonder if it was fake tan. He oh, looked no, a okay, little wait, bit. No. Yeah, there was. I guess there were some tan. points where he he did look a little bit tanner. I, yeah. I did notice him. Yeah. You're in Ireland though, so. Yeah. Yeah, the it's Irish weird. sun got uh, the, the, the Irish spring healthy. No, I, but yeah. I think you're right. When they got back, uh, Sean and Nick were just kind of like having this back and forth. The subtext between each other, each other were was huge. It, all it was was fuck you, fuck you. And I was, oh yeah, well, fuck you. And Jared's like, oh, it's so great. Everyone's chatting <laughs> so nicely. Jared, oh man. All right, so we jump ahead to what the guys thought was going to be a cocktail party. We're in the suits before a rose ceremony. You get a chance to, you know, just sit talk, chat. talk, yeah, yeah. chat, chatty, chat, chat. Yeah, and Chris Harrison comes in. By the way, Chris Harrison has the easiest uh, job in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah, just mm-hmm. comes in and talk. says things. Gets some assistant to scrawl up these date cards while mm-hmm. he goes drinks. And so. Anyway, he s- drops his bomb, says, hey, you know what? No cocktail party. We're going to go straight to the rose ceremony. This is what Caitlin wants. She's made up her mind. That's right. And unfortunately for Jared, he was expecting a one-on-one date. So no one-on-one date for Jared before the rose ceremony. Oh, was that supposed to happen? No, his one-on-one was the car ride. Was it? Yeah. I I thought it was like since the three of them go on a group date, the last guy who's not part of that gets like his own time. I think he had his time before. In the car? Yeah, well, that's kind of a 
Mm. Short end of the stick. Mm. Yeah, well. All right, I guess. I guess that's not the shortest end of this stick that he's going to get this episode. We go straight to the rose ceremony. Any predictions going in that you guys had? I thought either Nick or Sean was going to go home. Was going to go home? That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be Shikernon. Sean or Nick. One of the two. However. Yeah, the the way they were teasing it, it seemed like Sean B. was going to get a rose, offer, and turn it down. The way it, no, the way it was teasing up until that point, because you had never seen this fight between Sean and Nick, the actual fight oh, yeah. between Sean and Nick. So you knew they were going to. So stick I knew around. Sean and Nick was yeah. going to happen. So for me, it was either going to be Ben or Jared. Oh, you're right. And we all know who I wanted to pull through. Your boy Jared. My boy Jared. All right. So in praise, we've been praising the editing on the show to make it more dramatic, but in this case, you kind of ruined. Mm-hmm. The results of this rose ceremony for yep. us. All right. So for me, it was down to either Ben or Jared who was going to get kicked off. Oh, but just based on this episode alone, like Ben had an awesome date. Yep. So going into this one, I was like, fuck. So uh, Sean's the first one picked? Yeah. Caitlin first offers a rose to Sean. Mm-hmm. And just as we've seen in the teasers, Sean says, I need to talk to you. 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 And she says, okay, and they they go away, and they're like, what are they going to talk about? So in my mind, I was like, okay, he's going to talk to her about the la sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was, came out of left field for me, at least, because he asked her, um, why Nick? Yes. You know, I understand that there are other connections and other relationships. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to be naive to think that there aren't. I don't understand why... Him. You've asked me how I felt about him, and I've told you my honest opinion. And you know, you told me you thought that I was the one. And I just don't know why you would do something like that. And to me, it seemed like he was reacting to this as if she had done that on purpose as a personal attack on him individually. (laughs) He definitely feels kind of like that because he he doesn't need state to say, you know, I told you how I felt about him. Everyone else, I told you how they felt about him. Why would you do this? But imagine how much a person has to dislike you to have sex with a third person to make you feel bad. Does it happen every day? Maybe I'm just missing what goes on in no. society. Yeah, it's okay. It's... Yeah. I think what I was surprised by was actually Caitlin's reaction. Um, it, it really seemed like at the end of this. So later on, she also talks to Nick. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. They, uh, on their date, uh, they talk about it. And, and uh, Nick brought up Sean. Yeah. And that's, that's on their one-on-one. Though. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. 
So I guess what I was surprised by, I was looking at a, the wrong page of my notes, that um, that Caitlin was really just saying, like she didn't really mind because, okay, so if somebody like Sean had come up to me and said to me, like, why him? Why Nick? And I can feel his hatred for Nick. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, stop being so jealous. We're playing this game. But then it seems like to Caitlyn, it's more just their competition or battle with each other. is just a way to show that they really cared for her because they felt very jealous. Which to me was, like, it wasn't what I was expecting. I'm going to skip ahead here. So no, during her Nick, sorry, her date with Nick, um, Nick Dick. Nope. <laughs> excuse me. Her, her <laughs> Nick date. Excuse me. Oh. She said something about how she was like observing these jealous emotions that are causing them to say things that just don't really matter. Which is true. Like it doesn't really matter what they say about each other. Like she recognizes that it's just arising out of jealousy, and she doesn't mind that. It seems, but that would like put me off. If two guys are battling over your, your affections? Oh, um, maybe I would also feel that way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but she says, you know, I love your honesty. You need to let me figure this out myself. And they talk about trust. And I guess that's part mm. of it. But it's also the fact that, you know, this is, as adults, this happened. Uh, we're in this situation. Now we have to deal with it. So it's what it is. Oh, I hate that saying. It is what it is. But they... Deal yeah. with it like like adults would, and they go mm -hmm. back and for propensity's sake, she offers it again. The rose offers it again to to Sean, and he mm -hmm. absolutely accepts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the next person after Sean is obviously Nick. No, no, it's no, Ben. No, no, it's ben, ben H. H. Just to create a little suspense at the end to see if whether Nick would get the rose, Ben H. gets it, which I thought was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it made sense. Yeah, because they had such a connection. Mm. It's just nice. Yeah. It's, it's a good episode for Ben. Yeah, he is husband material. He would be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we get down to the third rows, and damn it, Chris Harrison just walks in and says, all right, now this is the third rows. Whoever doesn't get the rows is going to be eliminated. To me, it felt like, uh, you know, you ever have these classes in elementary school where the teacher is about to end before lunch break, and she says, oh, Anyone have any questions? And, and someone, someone says, questions. oh, can we go now as the last question, which is, like, completely unnecessary. Chris Harrison is the human equivalent of that question. Well, in this situation, he is. Okay, okay, not, not in all situations. He's the host, though. He gets those things going. Yeah, it's just unnecessary. <sighs> all right, and um, Sean B. Says before we find out who gets a third rose, Sean B says he doesn't know if you could handle it if Nick got that third rose and ends up going on these fantasy sweet dates with Caitlyn. Mm -hmm. So obviously, Nick's gonna get the rose at that point, right. and he does. You know, and again, because of the editing of this episode, we clearly see that Nick is still there at the end. Yes, that was no surprise to anyone. Nope. Unfortunately. Um. So that also means that Jared gets the boot. No, not Jared. Yeah, I felt very sorry for him. Jared is a great guy. I, He's so I thought, sweet. I thought you would have had it, Jared. You would have dark horse. 
Even when she says Final goodbye floor. to him and she walks him out, he says, Cole, do you want my jacket? I know, right? See, this is why Jared's the one. And even though it's obviously hurting him, he says, yeah. what does he say? He says, just make sure you find the man of your dreams because yeah. you deserve it. Yeah. <sighs> Such a great guy, Jared. Fuck. The one thing I made a note of was he's saying, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. As she's crying. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. she is. She can't handle it because she she's like, this. this guy's too fucking nice. Yeah. yeah. Which could have been his downfall. He didn't, to me, he didn't get real enough. He didn't get talk yeah. about anything deep. Yeah. It was just very. But he didn't really connect. Almost as if it was surface level. No, no, no. It's the way I see it is that, well, she even said it's like, um, I have nothing bad to say about Jared. My only things were like, I'm just not as connected with him yet. Or no, no. Like things, not moving as yes, fast as the other guys. Things aren't as fast with him as they are with everyone else, which is not a, that's not a bad thing. Fair. Outside of the game, if there are two people dating and yeah. and they had two years instead of what is what is this like four months or something like that? Yeah. yeah, it would have been fine and they would have a great time together. And who knows? But as it stands now, he had to get driven away in some weird Irish weird van. vehicle van minivan. Yeah, yeah, and he even said. The hardest part was just to say goodbye to her because I'm going to miss her, you know? And I was just like, ah, oh, Jared. Like, right? it, it just felt very genuine and yeah, Jared, not... I think Jared's a real winner. Full man. quote, T. I'm sure if we follow Jared's story back to Rhode Island, we would find that he is a winner. He is. Yeah. He is. They all are in their own lives. Not Ian. Not Joe. Not Joe, not Ian. Yeah. Not Chris Cupcake either, actually. Oh, Chris Cupcake. I feel sorry for Chris Cupcake, though. Oh, you guys. All right, so the next day we're in Cork. Cork. We go to Cork now. Cork. Um, and it is Nick and Caitlin's fantasy sweet date. One-on-one -on -one yeah. for the entire night. Before they went into that, Caitlin actually said, Oh, I'm gonna like use this time to find out whether it's just like a moment of passion or whether yes. it's that moment is gonna last forever or whatever she says. Well, and she was looking for something like, is is it just passion with this guy or is there something else? Yeah, that's gonna last longer. Mm -hmm. And then her next line was, Oh, I guess I have to just figure that out today. We have one day exactly <laughs> to figure this out. That's usually how long it takes to figure this stuff out. Well, yeah. yeah. But don't they have um, they have family week coming up? There's these three, right? That's these three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They can also find it out more there. Yeah, she's, she's got more than just this one day, and she doesn't have to eliminate anyone else now. Um, for at least a little next, mm -hmm. next little mm -hmm. while. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's funny, like between Nick and Sean, if it was like the dichotomy between like physical and emotional, it's funny that Sean is not the physical guy and Nick is the passionate physical guy. No, no, no. Sean is the passionate one. Like, Sean is the passionate, emotional, passionate one. I mean, just like, like if we rewind back to, like, Friends, when Phoebe had that thing between the fireman and the... The fireman and, and the, the elementary school. Yeah, the and artist. The, no, it was the elementary school teacher, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I know excuse what me, you're about. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it turned out the fireman, like, painted or wrote poetry or something. Yeah, and, and the, 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 he was very, like, uh, sweet and yeah. caring and everything like that. And the teacher which, was ripped. The, and he was like, 
but the teacher, it's not the fireman's body. Yeah. But then she finds out, yeah. Yeah. It's jacked. Could have had both. Yeah. But uh, I guess the situation is completely different. So we just wasted a few seconds talking about that. Um, when, in fact, we could have been talking about Nick confessing that he touched himself in the eighth grade. Well, yeah. Personal touch, whatever. That's yeah, okay. in his confession. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember my first confession. I did something, like, I felt really guilty about. The first time I touched some privates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I felt How super guilty. I was in eighth grade. Okay. I totally remember that. Do you remember your first kiss? Eighth grade, homie? That late? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to confession for lying, Nick. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, like, right after he ta referred to that, he was asking Caitlin a question. I thought he was going to ask her when she was the first intimate experience she had with herself, too. But it was about her first kiss, so it was, it was uh, a little more PG what, than that. How about you? When did you masturbate? <laughs> That's a good question to ask on a date. Uh, and there's a moment where this Irish man with an accent was talking to them and yeah when they go to kelly's the pub the locals yeah the locals, the locals. interacting with the locals like mm -hmm. a whimsical date thing to do which is nice and then she's like reacting to this person with an accent and she's like was that a sentence <laughs> did she say that she yeah. said that what's she talking what sorry he's got a double accent so it's i was like i'm sorry was that a sentence <laughs> <laughs> these locals like i no idea what they're saying sometimes i'm like hmm you're a little bit rude. Yeah. But she's Canadian, so she shouldn't be. Exactly. She's from Vancouver, one of the most multicultural cities in the, well, North America, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, you presume that she would More know how to deal with people who don't speak English the way that you do. But who knows? So, so Caitlin asked one of the locals, hey, you know what? We're on this date thing. Mm -hmm. Are you guys married? What's the trick in marriage? Mm -hmm. And the locals said, trust there's a there's a recurring theme from the yeah. entire season yeah. trust uh, is that the same thing as honesty though like trust in a in no. your partner when you're married no it's not trust is believing that the other person will do the right thing honesty is coming forward with whatever there's a correlation. It's yeah. The same thing. But Nick also just kind of says, oh, okay, makes sense. Like, he doesn't give much more reaction than that, which yeah. I thought was like, oh, okay. You're still digesting this, or? He just wants to move on. Yeah, I think. Like yeah, it. I think he's done. He's like, ah, okay, I'm done with this. And, and then he proposes a toast, um, but, and he rings the bell in doing that. But from my experience with bars and, and this type of thing, I think he just bought a round for the house. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he intended to do that. Who knows? I guess. No. Well, he's not buying it. This production company. I guess so. They've, they've got money, and he comes off looking like a winner. Mm -hmm. Everyone. But, but just another thing, though. Making a toast to everyone, make a public declaration of love. Like, to me, that felt like the equivalent of shouting from the rooftops that you love this person that you're that you're with so i thought that was a great move oh yeah for sure nick pretty much kind of hits it out of the park this entire date so far um he's a good dater he is like, i've never dater. dated um, a man or nick uh, but it seems like i wouldn't 
enjoy a date with Nick if I were a person who would go out with Nick. Yeah, he, um, they, they start off real well. You know, they're walking around. They end up going to the church and reveals another side of himself. Not the masturbatory side, but the, but like the Catholic side. side when, yeah, yeah when, when he um, uh, tells the story about how his parents met in the start, it was really great. Uh, and then they go on to Kelly's, and they have the, the toast there, and I think they had a really good date, or that portion of it too. And they move on to uh, the dinners. Yeah. So then we go back to Sean, I think, after that. Yeah, yeah. so a teaser before the commercial break is Sean kind of channeling Ryan Gosling in the notebook when he's staring out at the lake, looking at the docks. I wasn't looking at the screen at that point. What were you looking at? I don't know. We'll never know. Uh, but it's setting up the teaser. Like, Sean B. is going to track down Nick's room and walk yes. in on them in the morning kind of thing. Yes, yes. it does seem that way. I did. Well, you bastards. I was like, what? That would have been awesome. This is, and, and like, awesome. as he's walking up to the room, he's rolling up his sleeves like he's going to fight. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, this is shit. This is the best season ever. <laughs> but no, it's obviously not the way it happened. And um, we come back from commercial. Caitlin and Nick are... Just having a chat in some sort of prison museum, and Nick just um, asks her straight out, kind of about Sean. Mm -hmm. He's talking about Sean, saying Sean is the one person he does not respect. Mm. He doesn't say his name, right? Not at first. Not at first. No. He started off. Praising himself, first of all, saying that I usually go out of my way to see the good in people. Yes, yes, yes. But I don't like people who project insecurities onto mm -hmm. whatever. I go out of my way to see good in people, and there's one person that I would say I have no respect for. Really? Zero. I don't really respect people who project insecurities and don't give people a chance and people who brag about being Eskimo brothers with famous country singers because they the same girl the same night but they were first I lose respect for that Ew. Um, and I don't like people who use the term Eskimo, Eskimo brothers, brothers or something I, I didn't get that I've never heard of that before that do you have you not heard of Eskimo brothers no well, and then she was like ew but like what was he saying? Because there's something wrong with my browser and couldn't rewind. Come on, Microsoft. Come on. No, I, excuse me. I take that back. I don't know what browser you were using. Chrome. It might have been oh, on a Mac. Don't. Oh, we didn't oh, need to know that information. Now we have. A, anyway, um, yeah, I didn't know that thing about Eskimo brothers either. Can so you do all what brothers born in Inuit communities have to go through this ritual? I don't know. Sorry, what? I don't know it? about the origin of the term. But Eskimo brothers yeah. are are two people yeah. who have slept with the same person. Okay. And that happens. Yeah, but Sean was bragging about it because he's Eskimo brothers with some country star or, or something. But he did it first. Yeah. Which is something Yeah, I agree with Caitlin, that's kinda of gross. That's and, ew, but you don't have to bring that up, man. You gotta no. you don't have to dig the guy. You don't have to Like this is a great day. Nick kind of knocked it out of the park so far, but, like, mm -hmm. this is the side of Nick that I feel like Sean is reacting to. The part that's manipulative, that, that's, yeah. part that's, like, backstabbing. Why would Nick have brought Sean up 
if not to just kind of put him down. Put him down and put himself up, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, this is the fantasy suite, Dave. This is the one-on-one. This is the home stretch. you got to start breaking it out. But this is something that I've always sort of thought about Nick since the first time I saw him, right? That I thought he was manipulative and, like, uh, opportunistic, right? And this is just another one of those moments. So I don't really think that he's, like, super genuine. No, well, no, he probably is. But there's another side of him that Caitlin isn't seeing, I think. Yeah. Like I, I, I haven't or seen at least anything. Not acknowledging. That's right. He probably sincerely cares for her and wants to love her and end up with her. Maybe I don't know. It there's nothing so far that will maybe doubt that. But he's definitely calculating, and there's some moves that he's he's making to to put things in his favor. Which is, I think, the experience that he has behind him, right? For being this isn't his his second time around. Sure. He does say something that resonated with me. He says he doesn't get the fact that everyone's so chummy with each other and there's this bromance between the guys just being friends. Uh, given the context of the show, I, th- I thought it was kind of weird too. Like at the end of a road ceremony, road ceremony when, when guys get eliminated, they kind of hug mm. the other guys and say, oh, sorry, man. We'll, we'll catch you next well, time. Well, I mean, this, what else are you going to do, man? You're with like 20 other guys for like eight weeks. You know, you're not going to be constantly, you know, at arms with with everyone. You're going to make some friends. You're going to bond with some people, right? You're stuck with these guys for a, for a while, so you're going to make friendships. You know what I would do if, for whatever reason, I was on this show and I was eliminated or someone else was eliminated. I wouldn't hug them. I wouldn't say, oh, "Sorry, man." I would play the handshake. That's enough. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Doesn't matter. All right. So they talk about uh, Sean and the thunder is oh is, is, is that right? It's, it's like God's God. editing. I mm-hmm. felt like mm-hmm. and it's. I think that's a little bit of a sign saying that this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what Sean is or Nick is? Nick. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and nobody else has told me any concerns except if it was about you and. Just as Nick and I start to get into this serious conversation, it was like the heavens opened and the rain started pouring down, and it was like a sign, like, oh, things just got dark. People keep talking to me about you. Why has nobody told me anything about anyone else? Like, why is it this huge concern with you? Why is it, like, why has nobody told me their concerns about Sean? Like, it's the weirdest thing. Sorry, so this is the point where Caitlin says that she just goes in her talking head that, oh, I see that there are some jealous emotions that are causing Nick to like say all these things about Sean, and these things don't really matter, and she doesn't really say much more than that, which was what was surprising to me. Because hmm. to me, that would be like a huge like negative if I were keeping track of the score. Like, oh, these two guys. What's wrong with them? Sean and Nick? Yeah. Yeah. This could be what loses the game for both of them. Like, setting up these three last remaining dudes, I was like, that would be a plausible end to it, where where the two of them fighting with each other brings both of them down. And mm-hmm. the last guy standing is Ben H, who, mm-hmm. granted, we haven't seen that much of him, but what we have seen is this 
whatever the traditional husband material is, he kind yeah. of is filling that yeah. mold right now. Yeah. That's true. Because with... With Sean, I see a lot of jealousy problems, right? With some issues that he has, maybe some trust issues or something like that. With Nick, I'm not sold on Nick. You know, manipulative, blah, blah, blah. What you see is not what you get with Nick. No, definitely not. Um, And with Ben, it's been nothing but genuine stuff. So it sucks. I really would have preferred Jared to be in that position, but... Too surface level. (laughs) Too nice, maybe. I almost said same thing, but it's not. It's uh, being nice is not being surface level. But yeah, Jared could have brought the realness if he wanted to be a contender. All right, so the fantasy suite. Caitlin had a great prank in there where she made Nick think that the fantasy suite would be in the prison museum. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I she got me. I was like, oh, she got me. Yeah. I was like, I was like, fuck. Okay, yeah. You know, some prevert's idea of a fantasy. It looked cozy. It did, didn't it? Yeah. I would have believed it. Yeah, I was kind of there, too. It, like, before we saw the diorama of the other prison scenes, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, this is whipping. Anyway, okay, uh, so they go to a resort. It's great. Any thoughts on their fantasy date locale? It was just a, it was just like a resort. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It looked nice. I didn't see much out of it then, like... What about it was fantasy? I guess that you won't get this by other people barging in on you. I guess, I don't know. Although it was kind of creepy when um, they were just starting to make out and then you could see his hand and the camera's zooming in and it's oh, moving yeah. just enough to know that it's an actual live camera operator doing that. Yeah. yeah, was, yeah come on. It is what it is. All right. And then they wake up and we don't know what happened that night because it was a fantasy sweet date. It was an well, We know what happened date. that night. They had their second visit. Yeah. And... They talked about bacon in Ireland. Yes. It's and like Canadian bacon. Hell yeah. And she oh, likes it. She likes it because she's Canadian. He doesn't like it because he's American. American. <laughs> Want some bacon? Well, thank you. The only problem I have with Ireland is the bacon. What do you mean? That's ham. I like that. I'm sure you're Canadian. It's like Canadian bacon. Oh. That's what I. That's do. pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. I, I. I thought that breakfast was great. It looked amazing. Yeah, it I would have eaten the shit out of that breakfast. Yeah. I would. You've eaten it and then shit it out. Well, who knows? Yeah. That's the type of humor that Ian wouldn't stand for. Mm. Eat a dick, Ian. How about that? Come on, man. All right. Um, the episode ends when Nick has gone back to his room and. Sean tracks down where his room is. They're in some sort of resort, another resort or something with cabins. They're like seaside cottages. Yeah, it looks really nice. Like no, it looks really nice. But Sean comes in and just starts being honest with Nick. First time. Yeah. It's, it's probably the first real conversation they've had with each other, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He just calls him manipulative, calls him a cocky, cocky. guy, arrogant. And Nick says, you know what? It's kind of the same thing I would have said about I you. Could, I could say same things about you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they don't really get a chance to finish the conversation because uh, it just ends. Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Get you watching next week. So that's pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah. So I don't know what the outcome of that conversation could be, though. I don't even know what the possibilities are. They have to hash it out. 
but or we'll, break into a fight. Sure, they could I'd, beat I'd each really, other up. I, yeah. No, at this point, there would be no fight. But what would be an acceptable resolution to either party from that conversation? I don't think there is. There can't be an acceptable no. resolution. It's just like, okay, great. We don't like each other. I guess we can go to dinner now. You yeah. want a beer? I'll buy a beer. No, it's not going to. No, no. All it is is they're just vo- – these people hate each other. They're not going to – There, there will be no friendship. There will be no shaking hands. There will be no sharing of beer after this. I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is like what Sean B. had in mind when he went there in the first place. Oh, like what was his goal? Yeah. Then? What's the end game there? His end game is probably just to get it out there. He, he wants it to be like – I think for him going out there, he wants to put that all out there so that he knows, so that at least Nick knows how he feels, like straight up talking to his face, but also with the possibility that there could be a fight. Sure. Which he would win. Which he would win. No, but you're right. Like Sean B is kind of like that person. He's not like Nick where it's all calculated. This is what I'm going to kind of Mm -hmm. feel out. Sean, what you see is what you get. A little bit. Yeah. Brooding, staring at ducks on a lake. Being angry, reacting, doing push-ups. I think he's kind of similar to Caitlin in that way. Um, You know how Caitlin always says, oh, when I'm nervous or stressed out about something, you can always tell, like, I'm not able to hide it. Um, And I think Sean is kind of like 10 times that, like, he just has to get it out. Like, his face literally gets kind of sweaty and red. You can tell when he's (laughs) angry. (laughs) Yeah, as, as uh, the person I am now, when I see those faces on guys with those arms, that, that's a sign for me to run. All right, uh, I'm not even going to talk about Brit and Brandy. <laughs> right, we're done with that? We don't. Well, have to... isn't this like the second time? Well, since we started. This is like the second yeah. time since we've seen them. We didn't even get a uh, view from them from the last episode. I forgot again who they were until you said their names just now. Yeah. But uh, they're going to try the long distance thing. Yeah. So that's relationships over right just about yeah okay they might have the advantage of having a production company pay for long well not long distance calls you can use skype now but yeah like quick trips weekend trips they may have that advantage but it's they might yeah i'm fine with whatever it is Mm. all right any shit blossoms we want to give out this this time probably joe yeah he deserves it yeah Oh, well, maybe not too much through his own fault. I mean, he took it very hard, but he was going in there expecting that, you know, he could have made something with her, and he just didn't. I mean, seeing what we saw and kind of his relationship with Caitlyn compared to her interactions with other guys, he had no chance at that point. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And and, – it, to me, it seemed like Sean took the n- bombshell he got a lot better than Joe took his rejection. Yeah. yeah. So. I think Sean, but Sean had more, like, invested in it. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He was more emotionally invested, for sure. Anyway, um, Joe, no. will you accept the shit blossom? Yes. Well, I got shit to say to you, so. All right, uh, we're going to go out on... Sean and Nick hashing it out. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Until next time. Later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. What's up? What's up? Got a few minutes? Uh, Yeah, sure. All right.
I just want to get what I've been feeling off my chest because I don't want to be the guy talking behind your back like a lot of the other guys have okay. and not be man enough to say it to your face. So that's why I'm here. I don't understand your reasons for being here with Caitlin. I truly don't think that's the only reason why you're here. And obviously, I care about Caitlin a lot, and I think if she's seen the side that we all have seen, you probably wouldn't be here, and there'd be a better guy sitting in your chair right now because there's a lot of good guys that went home. And Well, with all due respect, you have no... I mean, you can say whatever you want, but you don't know me. You don't know why I'm here. You, okay. you haven't spent any time trying to get to know me. Because I don't want to. You're manipulative. You're arrogant. You're just a cocky guy. I can say just, the same thing about you. If, if Caitlin does end up with you, at the end of this thing, I'm going to sleep fine because me and you, I know who I am, I know who you are, and we're completely different guys. And we're if that's what, guys, and if that's what, if that's what she them. wants, then... You know what, I can sleep fine because then me and her weren't meant to be together. I totally agree. Yeah, I think you're Okay. I don't think you're here just for Caitlyn. I think you have other reasons of being here. And, that, and those are what? And based off like my what, actions since I left? your reputation from last season? You think it's a coincidence that there's probably been 40 guys between the last two seasons who have thought negatively about you, who have said things behind well, your back? that's a generalization. Again, you it's can't talk about last season. Obviously, you weren't there. I did not expect you to understand and look at it like this because maybe you're just so oblivious and maybe you just don't give a We don't see eye to eye. No, we don't see eye to eye. The drama continues next week on The Bachelorette.